Hey, Kid House Valley Sports Talk listeners, Eric Sorensen here. And are you a fan of local sports in the Kid House Valley? Do you have a business you want to grow? Maybe get your business's name out in the community or just simply support local coverage of local athletics. Then email us to find out more about sponsorship opportunities. Email eric at bigcountrymedia.net or find us on any of our social media pages just by searching Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. Well, welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans. We are back with another podcast, our second of the week, a second of the week. We never do that. We never do that. It we got Sammy occasion. Sammy Henderson on the mic and on the boards. I'm John Goodat. Eric Sorensen is here in spirit. He's not feeling uh, well. It's not COVID-related. He's just not 100%. But uh, more importantly than Eric Sorensen missing, we've got a legend here. Mr. Coleman Sparling <laughs> in the house. is on the mic, in the house. I want to say in the, uh, in the hotel. We're here... Uh, what, uh, 24, 26 hours before tip-off of uh, University of Alaska Fairbanks coming into town for Ellensburg. Uh, uh, road, road trips are no secret, or you're, you're no stranger to road trips, uh, but let's just start off right now. Does this one feel a little bit different? You know, like I keep on saying, it's just another game. I'm just taking it as another game, but we all know, if you really know the true story, it's a, it's a deeper meaning. I hit Made my first ever baskets in that gym. I used to sleep in the ball rack in that gym. I I mean, countless hours in that spot. And I haven't been back there since um, I cleaned out my locker. So no off-season workouts in there, no nothing. Haven't touched the gym, haven't been in there. I got treatment one time by my guy Ike, but besides that, it's been, yeah. Just uh, like I said, treating it like another game, but there's a deeper meaning and going to be a different celebration after it so how many how many people do you know in town coming to watch you play i mean i got all all my family's coming from all over brothers flying up from arizona is he really yeah cool. he's flying up good to see excited to see him i haven't seen him for a little bit uh i got my my grandpa flew he just flew up to fairbanks and then he flew back down to watch this game too um i mean i got all my boys coming i got I mean, <laughs> you name it. We, I mean, you got the neighbors coming. You got, you got everyone coming. We've got, so we've got an undefeated girls basketball team at the high school playing on Thursday, and people mm-hmm. are like, nah, "I'm gonna go see Spar. I'm gonna yeah. go see Sparlings." No, nah, I mean, the, I'm gonna go see them play. And I, I mean, those girls are having a great season, yeah. but I just, you know, they're gonna kill it. Yeah. So I mean, I just hope everyone comes on out, and I mean, I just, I'm excited to see everybody. You know, it might add a little bit more nerve seeing everybody because I, I mean, I love, I, I mean. I'll just say this now and get it out, but, like, Ellensburg means so much to me in a way that, like, I went back and watched the game and just seeing all old faces of the high school and everything, and, you know, I keep on saying I'm getting emotional at my old age now, but, like, <laughs> it's, I mean, the, what that school did to me, that little run that I made at the end just made it um, just, you know, I love Ellensburg, love the community, and, you know, since I've been gone, they're still showing a ton of support, and I'm glad I could be back and, you know, finally, you know, Show my face again and be back here. You, you say you love the community. I think it's pretty obvious that the community loves you. So, I mean, there's been a little bit of a, of a buzz, a little bit more. Um, I mean, I enjoy watching Central Basketball, and I enjoy watching the opponents that come in and everything like that. But, it, I mean, I don't want to be too, too dramatic, but tomorrow's going to be different. It really will. And uh, so I don't think – I was going to jokingly ask the question – what colors will the friends be wearing and everything like that. But I think it's pretty obvious and, and uh, um, maybe a weird question too, but it will be a relief once the tip off happens and then you can just solely focus on four minutes of game time. You no, know, that's, that's literally what I've been just thinking about is, you know, getting to that point where, you know, it's all the jitters. Once I, t- I'm, I'm already going through a, how am I just going to just show, you know, my love right before the, just quick little show my love to the, everyone that's out there. And then, you know, strictly just business the rest of the time until we're after and hopefully celebrating and doing all those things. But, uh, you know, like you said, what color are they going to be wearing? I, I, I'm excited to see what how packed the <laughs> behind the bench is because uh, it might look a little different than uh, how Central Games have been looking. I mean, it's I mean, I ain't gonna lie, it's kind of pathetic about how they've been having people. So we'll we'll sell some tickets for them. So. 
Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. So I bought my tickets early, and I couldn't get Section 4, which is right behind you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's a good problem to have. Absolutely. That's, that's for, a good problem to have. For Fairbanks, I'm torn. My allegiances are torn. Like, I'm a central guy, and then I've got my two good friends here <clears> who I love, and I'm like, uh, uh, I had a central shirt on today. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I should probably take it off. And then I got stuck for like five minutes. I was talking to my wife. I'm like, no, I should keep it on. I should keep it on. I I just took it off. I, I, yeah. I, I didn't know what to do. But I knew if I had it on, I'd be feeling all like right. probably sweating right now. I'm not sure how I feel. But uh, I mean, it's still like when I see the red and black, all that type of stuff. Like, I mean, I know my dad can vouch for this, too. I mean, my whole family. That's all we had in our dang closet for that's, the longest time. For like, decades. For decades. Like, yeah. that's all we got. Now, right. now I'm. Now I'm the blue. Right. And so, I mean, we know what that means. But, I mean, it, it, it's it's tough. But I think I hope one point down the road we're back to, you know, where it used to be and everything like that. And, uh, you know, I want to – I mean, this is probably a future question. But, I mean, I want to start coaching again. I want to – I'm hoping to go into coaching and everything like that. So, you know, down the road, I mean, I'd love to do that same type of thing. So, Absolutely. so. coaching, will you start with coaching Sammy's kids in AAU ball? I, like 6 a.m. practices on a it. Sunday. That's what he's going with already. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no. I, I, I'll still never forget. In high school, I coached a uh, third grade. My senior year, I coached a third grade basketball team. That was my first, uh, where were we, the Red Rockets. And uh, that was, uh, I think I won two games that whole year. So, uh <laughs> That was my first coaching experience, but is that your last one too? That was my last one since then. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no. I mean, I, I mean, I've been training a bunch of the kids. I mean, going back to the community and that type of stuff. I mean, I've had so many kids that you know have watched me play at the high school, and then you know their parents are reaching out. So my my little summer job was just training kids. Meet me at the park. I trained the high school kids for a little bit. Loved all that, and I'm just like for a little bit there. I was like, ah, I'm not gonna go into coaching, and I'm just like it's in my blood what the heck am I talking about like there's just no way I could do anything else it's just when I'm when I'm out there talking to my teammates they they joke sometimes they're like you sound like a coach I'm like well pretty much gosh I lived a point yeah for a little bit uh uh, 20 minutes before we started hitting record on this one uh you were uh at a place that you're pretty familiar with yeah. as well. What was what was the uh, what was on the menu for the tab that you ate today? Hey, you just got to go with the classic tab burger. Yeah. I mean, that's at the end of the day. Uh, then uh, played a little bit of pool. We had a little controversy, so I had to call Tammy Bugney and say, "Hey, can we get the can we get the film on this and just make sure there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it?" But uh, no, we had to show the guys there. And then uh, a couple of the guys that. Came <laughs> weren't old enough they went with uh the other coaches to the palace so mm-hmm. i mean they got the co- they got the allensburg experience i mean right, I, right. well i mean there's eh, there's a couple other places you can go but i mean those are the two go yeah. spots those are the two spots yeah. is, it, is it weird to you're in allensburg we just talked to you that you're staying at a hampton inn <laughs> you know is that yeah. a little bit strange no I, let me tell you last night i'm i'm laying in bed we got here and i'm just like this sucks <laughs> like i'm looking i'm looking outside and of course i'm looking at the Dang IHOP and, yeah. you know, all this out here. And I'm just like, you know, I could drive 10 minutes and go lay in my bed. I could I call somebody. Yeah, right that yeah. I, could, I haven't been in my bed in a long time. And I'm sleeping up on, you know, your hometown bed is like, you know, that's it's home. That's that's yeah. home. That's right. your bed. And so, you know, but got a crappy night's sleep right up there. But, hey. And then the sun was out at um, early this morning. <laughs> and we don't get that up there. So... <laughs> When I when the sun was out, I'm thinking, what the heck? I slept until it's noon. <laughs> it's seven thirty in the morning, and I'm like, oh shoot, we're up for the day. All right, here we go. But yeah, no, it's been it's been weird. But like, we got we jumped in the car, um, went and saw my mom today. She came and picked me up for a little bit, and just driving around, I was just like, this is weird. But also, it's you know, it's not like driving around in and you or yeah, Nampa exactly, or, or, exactly, or exactly. Monmouth or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It's uh it's uh I've been there, I've been there, I've been there, I've been on this road, I've been here, yeah. I've been yeah. yeah, memories here. You're that annoying guy on the trip that like oh, oh yeah. I lived here. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. gonna tell you about everything. The guys walking to the hotel right or in the elevator right now can vouch. I'm just like <laughs> yeah, this, you know, this is where we hung out, this is what we did. <laughs> Everywhere we go, it pops to say, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know if your dad's talking, oh, he's gonna be talking to your You know I, that one, let me tell you a story, about, story about this one. Yeah. yeah, and you know it's a good story, but yeah, right. it's, there's a story for every. I mean, there's probably a story at the IHOP right here. So, 
If not, we'll create one after this. Yeah, no, exactly. So let's talk a little bit of basketball. You guys, you guys have been playing with six players yeah. for what, two games now? Uh, yeah. Two pretty, games. Pretty much, yeah, about about seven for the most part for yeah. the whole year. But you guys, um, you guys are fooling out. And this is what scares me as a Central fan. You guys had six players, and you held the Division Two top of the yeah. conference team to 35 points. Yep. It's unbelievable. Like deci- like, not, yes. it, that's beyond decisive. <laughs> yeah. 35 points. I think mm. both Western and Central were over that mark in the first half yeah. last night. Yeah. yeah. And so talk to us a little bit. What have you guys learned about yourself in that process of only playing? And you guys are starting to play some good basketball. Yeah. So it's been an up and down season. And it's so, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you guys this. We just this year alone, so 2022, I've been in a plane 17,000 miles. So over the whole year, though, I'm up the start of the year. I was at twenty three thousand miles. So we're over forty thousand miles in a plane this year. Wow! Which, when we have all new guys up there, and we all haven't played together, you're traveling on the road. Like we're becoming closer, but it takes a lot out of you too. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, so what I'm going is is our run starting. We're starting to figure it out. We're starting to play together. Know where people are starting to become and all that type of stuff and. You know, like we said, we were down a couple of players, but at the end of the day, when they came right back into that Montana game, they meshed right back into where we we need them and where they wanted mm-hmm. to. And so that was just like an eye-opener. We came back after a couple losses, and we just said, we got we to gotta just pick a few things, stick with those things, because we were trying a bunch of different things, because we all came from different places, playing different types of defenses, doing all these types of things. So we're trying all those types of things to try to, like, whatever. But we said, no, we're doing these few things, and we're doing them good, and we're doing them nonstop. And, I mean, I think it's gone 40%, 20 or and then Fairbanks was 20 or uh, Billings was 21%, and I think it was 36%. Mm-hmm. So, actually, it might be even lower than that. I don't even think someone hit 40%, but we just – Went on defense, and then, you know, we'll run on offense. So, yeah. We'll see. yeah. It's been, it's been – these last three games have shown a lot about who we are. And just, like I said, we finally got – we I, be, up until that weekend, I've played two home games the whole year. I've been – To me, that's just mind-boggling. <laughs> right. I when can't I, even – So, we looked at it. Every other team has played over seven home games when we were playing our first home game. So wow. if it, it takes a lot out of you. Like we said, and like I said, that meshing and all that type of stuff, bringing everyone together, that's tough when you're doing it in different gyms every single every single week. You're trying to work on things in different gyms. We got stuck on the road for 30 days straight. We went from California or Hawaii to California. I'm not complaining about these two, Hawaii yeah. to California, which <laughs> yeah. whatever, we'll take those. Came back home. I guess we came back home for two days. Then we had to get on a flight to go to Anchorage. We played in Anchorage. Our flight got canceled home, so we had to go straight to Oregon, straight whatever. So we were in 30 days. We were home for three days the whole time. And one and a half of those days was doing laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, yeah, we just pack extra because we, I mean, we never know. So we just pack extra underwear and get yeah. ready for the – get ready. <laughs> that sweatsuit has been worn a few times. So you just keep on wearing it until – right. you got to talk to your coach about getting mid-season, like, new set. Yeah, that's what uh, – that's what I we mean, just talked about like that in the car, actually. That's a crazy a thing. Sweat, a sweat gear. Yeah, no, but uh, like I said, you, you, you want to peak at the right time. And Absolutely. I think this is the – run we needed right here so so can you feel that like you talked about the last two games and we're talking about you know holding teams to just terrible field goal percentage and everything does it feel different on the court uh on monday's game versus so the thing is is these last three games like we've been down people right or two games the two games before and we're going into like you know we don't really know what to think because i played 40 minutes and i played 39 minutes i think i'm playing like 30 seven and a half 38 minutes a game right now in our yeah in conference and you know we're all thinking all right we're just gonna be tired like we're just gonna be all this all of us were like no let's do this like we got six guys like let's go out and play and then we won that game against western and i mean we could have won that game by 15 like more whatever and then the next game we're just like all right well let's try to do this again we're gonna be a little bit more tired and then you know the game goes on we start out it was like 15 to 2 or something like that and we're just like wait a second, like, this is starting <laughs> to feel like something good. Right. And then uh, that Billings game, we just came out and just, like, when you say we just gave them, you know, they didn't really know what to do. It's one of those games that you just throw away the film if you're yeah. a Billings coach and just say, we 
Scott, we got to hand it. Yeah, to like, your cap on the way yeah, out. Yeah, there's not much to it. Like, I mean, we held them to 18 points in the first half, 18 points in the second half, and we probably could have held them under 30. But uh, a couple of their bench guys came in and hit threes at the end of the game that just were throwing them up, and right. we're just like, right, all right, well, yeah, we could have held them under 30, which would be pretty crazy. That's insane. And they're they're top. They're, I mean, they're a good. They, we went out to Billings and had to play them, and that was, that was. I mean, they're a good team. Like they're. They have like their starting fives all over. Or they only have like three guys on their roster under six five. Yeah, they're a quality. So team. they're they're solid. And so we we're just like, I think that's what made it more shocking for me. <laughs> is that like it wasn't just yeah. Like I did a double take on that. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's not like I doubted. I was like, wow. It's got to be. So you like you could have held them under thirty. I mean, at the end of the day, it was a W. Right. But um, I mean that that was pretty decisive. Yeah, it was a uh, like I said, like it, it, it was weird. We were like sitting there looking at each other. We're just like. Can really like this is uh, this is how we should have been playing. Like I told them, I said, I got mad after the Western game. Like I was sitting on the bench, just pissed off, and I'm just like sitting there. I'm just like, why am I so mad? And then I just was like sitting there for another like 15 minutes or not 15 minutes, like 10 minutes. I was just like, this is what we should have been doing the whole dang year. Next game comes around, like we're all happy and stuff like that, and I'm just sitting there, just like, and I'm not usually like that, but I was just like, what the heck is this feeling that I'm having? Then the Billings game, I'm just like, all right, there, here we go. This is this is what I've been waiting to feel this whole year. So, like I said, building off of it, and just hopefully we just keep it going. And you know, I think the guys are locked in and ready to go. So, and like they say, like is this just another game tomorrow? Like a couple of them said, it's like a rivalry now too. So, absolutely. And so these guys love it just as much as we do too. Right. Which is like they're they woke up like after our game in Montana, they're just like. This is this rivalry week, pretty much, and we're just like, we'll keep we'll keep with that. We'll keep it on our side, just a little <laughs> rivalry week, and let them know. It, if I mean, you kind of open it up, so I mean, you can tell me to shut up on the question, but is it talked about a little bit? I mean, in terms of the the meaning of this game? Oh, I mean, they look at me and like they came up to me after the central game. I don't know if you guys saw the little clip, of my dad and I, but yep, like I said, I get a little bit. I'm, I don't know what it is. I've just been ever since I got over here, we got a little bit more emotional and that type of stuff, but. Is just seeing, you know, that I wore that jersey. Like, literally wore that jersey. And, you know, I've seen someone with, you know, my number and everything like that. I'm just like, I've been there. I've seen my dad on the other side, like, right there, like, where he's standing and everything like that. And just shaking hands at the end, just seeing, you know, like, Matt Pocket's one of my guys and that type of stuff. And, you know, adapt him up, saw him, whatever. And, you know, he was supposed to be a recruit when – like when my dad was there and everything Correct. like that. So then I saw that too. And I'm just like thinking like, dang, like these guys were like coming in when I was there too. And it's then, a lot of emotion. So it was like a lot of stuff that just kind of hit me too. And so they saw that and they came up and they like, they're like, we got your back, like that type of thing. And you know, that's when we kind of like that ball, like that ball and started like right. forming a little bit too. Right. And then like this week, like I said, like they, they, uh, they, they kind of, they like this, like, little, <laughs> they see a little bit more extra, sh- like, They're, I don't know if I can cuss on this thing, but a little extra shit to me. Yeah. So, like, it's yeah. a, it's a, you know, it's, it's good to see. And, I mean, Pops keeps it, like, the same for most of the time right. and all that type of stuff. But, um, you know, me, I I hate to say it. I mean, I, I'm definitely always been a shit talker, always will be a shit talker. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, there's a little bit deeper meaning. I'll let these guys know. So, yeah. We talk about hitting your – you guys are hitting your stride. Uh, you know, rough start to your season. You guys are lower in the standings. <laughs> Typical season, you'd be like, man, we really got to make a run to make this conference tournament. When they release that everybody's in, was there was there a sense of like – because so, I, I, I've been telling these guys, you guys are probably the most dangerous team going into the GNA. Oh, yeah. Because you're hitting your stride. We, we already know what you're capable of oh, yeah. with, the, with the players that you have. And so letting you guys sneak into that tournament, we won't call it sneaking, but you're getting in just like everybody else. Was there a sense of relief amongst you guys and be like, all right, here we go? So after we played SPU, I think it was right after the Central game, we ended up losing by two in overtime. You know, we didn't play very well. We didn't shoot it very well. Dieter played phenomenal, all that type of stuff. And he was very down after the game, just saying he wants to win, all this type of stuff. And, I mean, I didn't tell him. He told me, like – right after the game that, you know, everyone gets in. So I just pulled him aside. I was like, stop, stop stressing. Let's just go play. Like, let's just go have fun. And like, we're in, like, we, everyone knows, like, 
if we make the tournament, nobody's gonna want to see it. No one's gonna want to no play. Gonna it. Exactly. See it. And yeah. so we're just like we got a little chip on our shoulder, and then you know I think some of the guys are just you know like I said we're hitting our stride, and so we don't want to be that lower half playing that playing game or anything right. like that. We want to you know we want to get up as like and then it's a point system too. Right. Since yeah. we're so since we're so low. So we get seven points when we get a win, and they get one point or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we're just like we can move all the way up to no, the towards the top. So. Absolutely. Uh, and like this weekend's a big one. Like uh, obviously, Central game's big, but NNU is not the not an easy place to play at all. No. So and that's it's like that in Western Oregon on my two. Even when, like when I played in the GNAC, watched my dad. Those are the two places you just aren't that thrilled to go play at. But um, no, that's what we're doing, and this is like the big. This is this is very big weekend for it absolutely what what is it what is it that's hard to look forward to is it the the gym itself the atmosphere just the trip is hard it's just like it's out there like it's just i mean i mean we're out there like that's why it's tough to play up here like up in fairbanks and we wish we had more home games but obviously like you know whatever happens happens but um uh it's just i don't even know how to describe it i mean i enjoy playing out there i got i got people out there and everything like that and but it's just a tough you can't really describe it. It's kind of, I mean, just like Western Oregon, I can't really describe it. It's just, it's there. Like, I right. don't even know. But it's just not not easy place to play. But like I said, big weekend, point system, us getting the tournament, everything. It's just, like we keep on saying, stacking them days. Like Abdul Muhammad, his biggest thing is stacking them days, stacking them days, stacking them days. And I've kind of picked up stacking them days, stacking them days. One, ga- one day at a time, one game at a time, one practice at a time. Everything we do is one at a time. And, you know, we've just been preaching that ever since, you know, we got on the run. And, like, when we had six guys, we got six of us. Let's go do it. Like, right. Shock the, <laughs> shock the nation, whatever that TV show is. Shock yeah. the nation. Like, that's kind of what, you know, our uh, our mindset was. And, I mean, like we said, it's kind of put us into a different feeling than we've had throughout the other games. So you were saying, like, <clears throat> when you were talking about the conversation, like, hey, stop stressing. Let's just go play. Let's just go have fun. Mm-hmm. Is that something that is easier to buy into because you got a couple of years? I mean, obviously, uh, many years of college experience. Would that have been would that have been harder to buy into as a as a freshman or a redshirt freshman? I think it, I think it was just with all the you know all the. I mean, I think so. We don't count the, we don't count the games before Christmas because Western Oregon went out there and just smacked us, and then St. Martin's we were tied at halftime and just like just gave it up with like six minutes ago and then, but besides that we've lost by a total of i think it's like 14 15 points in all our games we've had three point we've had three three-point losses we had two two-point losses like just like super close games and so it's like very defeating like you just kind of get down and all that type of stuff and we're just so we were just so close and it was just more of a like i said like you asked like if younger guys and that type of stuff like that whole deflating, like, just keep on losing by that close is just so hard on when you've never been there before. Mm-hmm. But I've been there multiple times. Like, a lot of my losses at CSI were very close when I was down there. Like, uh, down in Texas, we lost a lot of games. Like, we were in overtime, like, four or five times when I was down in Texas. So, like, I actually pl- remember that. Yeah. yeah, and so I've played in quite a few games like that. And so it was just, like, when you get defeated like that, it's the only thing you can do is just – there's something else. Like, there's still so many more games left. Like, that was only, like, a halfway point. Like, there's still just so much more basketball. Like, he was preaching, uh, pointing at my dad. But there's just so much more basketball left. And when you got that that conference tournament thing, it's like, okay, like, that takes another, like, something off your shoulders. And then Absolutely. you're just like, all right, well, let's just keep on, like, stacking them days, keep on playing and help them out with the younger guys and, like, like and the thing is, we're not that young. Like, or I think every single guy is over twenty-one, except for two of us. So, right. like, there's a there's an older morale in the locker room and everything like that. But it's still a new group, and a lot of these guys, it's a new team, a new area, and everything. So, like, but it's not a bunch of eighteen-year-olds who haven't exactly. ever been punched in the exactly. mouth. Exactly. So that was the easier part is when you just tell them, "Hey, we've all been in this situation before. Let's do it together and get through it." Right. Makes it a little bit easier. So. Take me through, um, you know, you mentioned, you know, you mentioned Texas, you mentioned um, Southern Idaho. You've, you've seen a lot of different leagues, a lot of different players, tons of different gyms. Man, is basketball the same at 
every i mean what's the biggest difference between so i'll go juco first i had 11 guys go division one off my juco team so that was like a high power so that's like the duke of junior yeah. colleges yes absolutely love that place with all my heart twin falls idaho will always have a special place in my heart um i still got they give you host families out there right so it's a family where you just go you do your laundry and you have a meal once a week mm -hmm. and my host family ended up being amazing people and i'm still super close with them so i still go back and talk to them still talk to my coaches to this day like my teammates there's some teammates i'm you know there's there's teammates are always going to grow apart and all that type yeah. of stuff but I'm just I'm just giving it the why CSI was just I, I had a right. lot of fun there because coming off of what happened, it was very tough for me to touch a basketball for a little bit, and so just going there and just finding that love again because it was like the it was like the old Central days like right. when everyone was a family everyone all the teams hung out together like mm -hmm. it was just like dang I miss this like it makes it so much easier so anyways but that small like. Little feel. Did, that did you, you know about that? Is that one of the reasons why you picked so them? I didn't. I didn't. I always heard the culture of CSI, and just like they're like everyone says, they're the Duke of junior colleges. Mm -hmm. You go out there every single game. Uh, most of the seat backs are uh, sold out. Um, all the way up to the top, the whole town knows who you are. You go out and about, the whole town saying like, "Hey, like all this type of stuff. Good job, like all those things." So that was really cool. So. Um, that was definitely a big difference from that going to a division one in Texas where, you know, there's a lot of big dogs out in Texas for basketball and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was definitely a different experience because I mean, you know, I didn't have the best experience out there. Um, you know, just, I played point guard at CSI, loved it to death. Never thought I would be a point guard my whole entire <laughs> life. Yeah. They said our point guard got um, released from the team, and they said, we need a point guard. I was like, Coach Faye looked at me and said, you want to do it? I was in all the coaches' meeting. They, they, since I was the captain, they put me in every single coaches' meeting. I was in there. Can you play point guard? Sure. I'll figure it out. Like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Had the most fun ever. Went down to Texas, was told that was, that was kind of a, you know, point forward type thing. Didn't recruit any size. Six, seven dude playing Division One basketball <laughs> at the uh, five man, trying to guard. I think I guard uh, Louisiana Monroe had a seven two, two sixty five guy, and I'm six seven on a good day, <laughs> two ten like just rock solid. Yeah, 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 you know, built. <laughs> but that was a uh, that was a new experience and everything like that. So uh, I got the hype up CSI right there when I was talking. I just blabber when I talk. I just like getting everything out, but. The difference was is CSI had a ton of athletes, right? So ton of athletes, ton of great basketball players coming from all over. Mm -hmm. I mean, Italy, Canada, uh, the Congo, like just everywhere. And it was like a – I keep on saying those were the most talented kids I played. When we went to – we played Indian Hills, which is another one of those like powerhouse Jucos. Mm -hmm. Played them. Uh, they had – a uh, guy who went to Virginia, guy, ACC players, uh, Big Ten players, like guys that went there. Um, so and then you play like other powerhouses like that, and you're playing top-tier Division One guys every single night. Mm -hmm. And they're talented, they're athletic, like everyone's playing, and everyone plays so hard in Juco too. And so that was a big take from that. Then you go to Division One, everyone's longer, athletic, taller, like that's just it. But then you come back to D2, and this is how I describe the difference is, is D2 has better, I think, basketball players at the end of the day, but they just don't have that extra size to them or athleticism. Yeah, like that type mm -hmm. of stuff to them. But they're, I feel like there's a lot of very good high IQ basketball players in Division II mm -hmm. compared to the other right. places. So that's how I kind of compare them. Um, so, um, yeah, I got to hype up CSI. Shout out CSI. Go Eagles. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's the best way I can describe it for you guys. So, after what happened here in Ellensburg, you were talking about it was hard to touch a basketball. What, how long did it take you to find that love or that passion or that, that, that family feeling again in, in Twin Falls? I think as soon as I uh, got out there, I mean uh, – Coach Faye and Coach Anderson kind of just treated me as, like, family. Um, Lester Stewart out there, he's another assistant out there. And um, they really just, like, took care of us in a way. And, uh, you know, just showed, like, hey, like, this is a family thing. And then you're with your guys 
I lived in the apartment. I said, I can't do the dorm life again. Like, I'm just being honest. And all the rest of them were in the dorm, so I'd go hang out with them all the time. They'd come over. That was when Fortnite was big, so we're all playing together. And so it's like, you know. you. There's become, something to be said about that, though. No, and I, I truly, like, you know, it made us even closer. Just, you know, the I, I always say, like, all freshmen should stay in the dorms. Like, mm-hmm. my freshman year at Central was so much fun in the dorms because you meet so many people and all that type of stuff. So when you're there – it's the the basketball team, softball team, um, volleyball team, women's basketball team. Everyone's just hanging out together all the time. And uh, so that was like showed you kind of like that old central feel, like the family type thing. And right. so I was just like, you know, I could fit in here for sure. Mm-hmm. And we had fun, uh, went into our first thing, um, you know, played great basketball. And, uh, you know, it was uh, – I forgot what the question was because I'm just like reminiscing on the CSI. <laughs> All right, days. we're having fun. But uh, yeah. the uh, I'll tell you a couple uh, the CSI thing. Oh, touching the basketball. That's what we were going. On. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just like once I finally figured out that you know, like this is a family type thing. You know, I I got the love back again, and that was a lot of fun. Just you know, playing basketball again, and then playing the point guard was just like fun. Having the ball in my hands felt like high school again, where I'm just like doing my thing again, everything like that. Um, and then um, I kind of honestly, like, lost that after Texas. I went through a very, like, and I want to go back and talk about the, I got some stories for about the CSI recruiting and all that type <laughs> of stuff and, um, between this. But after Texas, it was kind of this kind of same thing where, um, you know, I just, I just, I, I literally said I hated the game of basketball. Truly hated the game of basketball. And then went back to, you know, I wish all this didn't happen and, and like all this type of stuff. And, you know, I was just very just that whole year. Um, then COVID hit and then I'm still just like, man, I just, I just don't, I just don't love it anymore. Like that type mm-hmm. of stuff. And uh, then the recruiting process happened. There's a lot, I mean, I had like, I didn't expect it. Like so many calls, so many offers to come play. And I averaged like 1.5 points a game, 1.2 rebounds a game, like something like that down in Texas. And so that was kind of cool to hear and everything like that. But I still just didn't know if I really wanted to do that again or like see if I could trust like going to another division one or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's when my dad and I just sat down. I was like, he didn't even know, but I said, I'm coming to Fairbanks. Like (laughs) I'm coming to Fairbanks. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to, I want to come to Fairbanks. And so this is going off, like, the not touch the ball. Didn't touch the ball for the longest time. Then COVID hit. Still just didn't have that love for the game again. Got up there. You know, still was, like, I'm telling you, like, I don't know what it was. I just I just didn't want to touch basketball. Just didn't. Just, and that's, that's the point where I just didn't even want to coach. Like, I didn't even think, like, coaching was my thing right. anymore and everything. And, uh, uh, you know, I finally hit a point where I was just like, I, I don't remember exactly what happened. I went through a little uh, rough patch, but um, I just was like, something happened, and I was just like, man, I love this game. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, why I'm thinking these ways, why I'm hating on the game so much. That brought me so much love, brought me so many people in my life and everything like that. And then, you know, it touched, not touching the ball for a little while made you, oh, sh- I'm not very good anymore. Like, yeah, I can't do this. So the first, uh, like I said, I went through a lot of mental stuff with that and everything. And then finally getting over that was so great and everything. Finally back in the gym all the time. Like literally couldn't like, I was in there every single night shooting. I'd, I'd go do, I'd go shoot, lift, sauna every single night. And then I go back to my apartment and hang out and everything like that. And this is the first time I've been healthy too. And so I'm thinking, okay, like this is the first time I was healthy because when I left Texas, this is kind of a, curveball that I threw but um about not touching basketball but I was told to retire from basketball I went to four specialists they all told me yeah your Achilles is messed up like there's no way you're playing basketball again like without pain and everything like that so obviously that got me and I'm just like no screw that like I'm still playing end up seeing a doctor he helped me like uh get that that's the point I'm talking about is he uh he got me uh some insoles and just your your arches are so messed up that you're just attacking your Achilles more than anything just some simple little thing something small yeah I went out, and that's when I started getting back in the gym and finding love again. I, I the, He just put a little insert in my foot. Never had the pain again since then or anything like that. And I was just like, dang. Like, so I you needed it. to be physically comfortable. That got you mentally yeah, comfortable. and it got me mentally comfortable and then got made me start, like I said, keep on reaching, like, dang, I love this game again. Dang, I want to coach again. Like, all these type of things. And it was just like, 
one of the most like amazing feelings again where like maybe that's why I'm emotional and that type of stuff. But like, <laughs> I didn't think I, I didn't think I was ever going to get back there. So like that first, you know, like getting back into it, that first few games of not playing for two years, like that first before Christmas, I was like, okay, <laughs> this, this stuff is not like, like this is tough. And then, you know, um, started, came back, first came back. I had, I think it was like 16 and, um, uh, 16 and 11 or something like that at Western. And, you know, that's a Western rivalry. I still got that in my blood. I don't, care what, I don't care what it is. Like, I still got that. that in my love. Blood. And, like, sorry, I'm just going off these questions oh. and just building that. I just love, love it. Yeah. So um, I haven't talked to you guys in a long time either. So, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, so it's, it's good to catch that's you guys up. Um, uh, but I came back and then, um, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I uh, in the Western game, I uh, uh, messed up my – pretty bad where we thought you know it might have been a meniscus tear and all this type of stuff still kept playing on it i said no screw this i'm still playing mm -hmm. and then uh simon frazier i get rolled up on and i stand up and it's my same knee i'm like oh boy like this is not good stand up and i'm like dang there's a sharp pain in my foot like i don't know what this is and so those next three games i was struggling just to even get up and down the court like central game like all mm -hmm. the type of stuff like i was just struggling to do like anything like jump off the ground to anything and but still just playing you know 35 minutes doing you know things I can do to affect the game whatever um we're messing on my foot um before last week and I was like I haven't seen my trainer a little bit because he's the hockey guy too and I'm like I got this like knot in the bottom of my foot like I don't know what it is I had a dislocated foot and I played four games on it <laughs> and he popped my metatarsal uh, bone the bottom of your foot there's a bone that hangs down that can like get knocked out of place popped it back in and here's been our last three games and um yeah <laughs> Dang, dude. so that's about the injuries um but yeah man like i literally hated the game of basketball and to find the love again and like smiling doing it again like even through all the ups and downs i'm like i still love this game like that's why he laughs and i'm like i can't wait to be a coach and all this type of stuff and, you know he's been he's been in it for so long but it's just uh you know it's a feeling that you know once you have that like you lose that love but when you get it back it's just like you don't want to let go of that thing again. Yeah. So, but. you know, we talk about like <clears throat> your places on the map, your places <laughs> in all the gyms and stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about what, I mean, home is Allensburg, but let's talk about Fairbanks home. Um, you were, you were familiar with Fairbanks just traveling up there and, and playing there, but what's it like to live there? So one of the crazy thing is I never even got to play up there because I sprained my ankle mm -hmm. eight times my freshman year at Central. I didn't realize that. He's a, if you ever watch, he's just hobbling up and down the court yeah. the entire season. <laughs> yeah, like I think borrowing a walker. Yeah, it's like he's in pain. No, literally, I, uh, I, because I played a, I don't know, I can't remember what I did, but I sprained it in the summer working out, um, and then yeah, sprained it all those times. Whatever, didn't get to go up there. Uh, go up there. Um, first time I flew up, there, I flew up there in June for a camp. We had a, we had a, we had a big camp turnout that. Uh, <laughs> For that camp I flew up to uh, and worked the camp. That was my first time seeing it. It was summertime. So I'm in. So it's like this. So it's like, it's like, no, at 3 a.m. it's like this when I flew in. And I'm just like, what the heck is this? <laughs> like all this type of stuff, all the whatever. And, you know, you go up there and, you know, it is a living up there. It's not the easiest because like him, we have all our family down here. We got all our people down here. Like it's a long, it's, you know, it's not home. Like typically like home home you know what i'm saying so it's not the easiest but that place is the most beautiful place you'll ever be in your whole entire life the things i've seen the like the like I, I mean i walk outside there's the northern lights i walk outside there's blue crystals in the air because it's supposed to snow or something like that there's beautiful sunsets all the time like all the type of stuff and i'm not a big outdoorsy guy but when you see those things it's we go to the gym our practice is at we get to the gym around 9 30 10 and we don't usually leave till three. We miss all the sunlight. But the thing is, is I get to see the sunrise. And I get to see the sunset on mm -hmm. my way out. So, um, like, like I said, it's, it's not been the easiest. But if you make the most of the place where you're at, like down in Texas, like it was very hard for me to be down in Texas. But if you just make the most of it and just taking the time with your teammates, do all those other things, I mean, you mm -hmm. can make any place work. But then he's a 30 second walk. We live mm -hmm. in the same apartment complex. So <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we're hanging out, um, see him, you know, you see your dad, like even at central, like 
when we're off the court or out of the offices, we don't talk basketball. Right. We just talk and just hang out and that type of stuff. So it's good to have someone like, you know, I have all my teammates and that type of stuff, but it's good to have someone to hang out with and talk to because, I mean, him and I have grown so close. So I feel – how often are you in his fridge? He goes – see, the thing well, is – Is thing it is, the other way around? No, no, no. This is the thing. This is the thing. <laughs> is he just buy, he buys exactly what he needs. So he goes He goes to Costco and eats – we got the Costco up there. So Costco is our go-to because right. – Produce and all that type of stuff is kind of hard to, like, find and everything, too. Like, not not fine, but it's just, like, yeah. it's different. And, you know, he got, he's got his, uh, um, his little taco kits. He's got his yakisoba <laughs> kits. He's got um, the brisket, the, you know, mm, like, you know, yes. just, like, or the ribs or whatever. He's got, he's got his little things. And he's like, oh, I'll make it over, but there's my leftovers. But if you want to come <laughs> make it, so I'll have lasagna every once in a while. I don't know if Drew's still sitting over there, uh, but he, uh. They make some good food over there sometimes. So I, I tell know. you what, uh, I feel like I have a link to Fairbanks because of Coach of, of uh, for those who are listening, Coach Spar is is uh, is in the cheap seats listening to the <laughs> podcast here. But uh, <laughs> thanks to your like your social media posts and everything like that, I know when the moose is in your front yard, or <laughs> I know when moose is blocking traffic. I, I see. Uh, I see Northern Lights. Uh, I see social Eagles. Media, I know, like Facebook Live. I, and I was you shocked seeing Facebook him on Live and yeah. Snapchat. Snapchat. He's my biggest connection oh, no. on Snapchat. Hey, I'm I not get more lie. snaps from him than my, my kids. No, no, there he is on Snapchat more than I am because <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, it's amazing. No, though, no, coach. But the I thing love is, it. No, but the thing it. is, is I just I look over his shoulder and it's. Uh, Brett Catlin, or it's like you, or it's like PJ Bugney, and yeah. like those guys, and I'm just like, I'm like, what are you like? What are you guys? And he's like, er, like we're just sitting in the office, and like there's a moose walk by or something. Obviously, you have to take a photo and everything <laughs> like that. You see something crazy, like it, it, like I told you, like it's the most beautiful place. The most random stuff just happens out there, and you just got to get it on Snapchat because it's yeah. just so classic. Do you know how many like screenshots I've made of Coach of your your uh, um, posts of uh, you turned on the air conditioning, which is the wood in your window or something like that. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, so. no. And then we still got the in my apartment. We still have the um, uh, the floor heaters. Um, what is it like the, the yeah baseboard heaters? Mm-hmm. And so you crank those on. You can't put anything near them because right. those things crank up so hot got and so to. fast. And you're like so in the middle of the night. Like my roommate and I were just like gotta turn those suckers off i open a window when it's negative 15 out because i'm just so <laughs> hot and then you just shut it really quick because everything freezes in your room so uh, like i said it's a new, it's a new adventure we talk time. about like the either basically 24 hours of sun or or 20 to 24 hours of darkness yeah but that's a different cold too isn't uh, it so okay so it's cold right it's cold it's funny because i can literally tell what the temp is now it's so funny like i can call when it's in the negatives when it's not in the negatives right so the difference I say is it's cold, like cold is cold. But the thing is, is when it gets down to, I, I feel like negative eight to 15 degrees all feels kind of similar. But when you get to 15 and above, I'll put some shorts on and go outside. <laughs> that thing. But when you go under negative eight, you just feel it in your chest. You feel it in your nose. Oh, yeah. Like you feel it like even when we go to practice and it's cold outside, the air is so dense in there that, like, I I started – I've never chewed gum during practice or games or anything like that. I'd start chewing gum during all those types of things because you literally just – the moisture is all just taken out and everything like that, and you're just like mm. – like, it's, it, it's it, like I said, it's a whole different world out there. So, wow. it's funny. It's like I said, it's a new adventure every single day. We laugh about it all the time, but it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's, it, it's like – Going off of, like, the different places I've been, it's just been – I've been able to take so many memories from so many different places. Like, went here, obviously had a lot of fun the two years I was here. Went to CSI, loved that place with all my heart. Arlington, Texas, love that. Love Texas, all that type of stuff. Fairbanks, another place, love that place too. Bird time. <laughs> yeah. You but mean, he's got the seven, eight years college experience. No, he's I've got – a doctor after no. You've had, like so, – a movie. I mean, because I you talk about <laughs> I like do, I want to do a book. I I've said this. I want to write a book about all the experience, all the stories I got. Like, like you know, say like he's got a bunch of stories. Now it's time for me to start oh. doing those type of stories. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've I've, I've said I I want to. My story has just been 
nothing like other people have had where I've been four schools six years. Would have yeah, been let's five throw years. COVID in there too. Throw COVID right. in there. I've had to go through COVID. My season, I remember we lost on a buzzer beater in Texas uh, and there was games after us and they all got canceled. Like I had to deal with that um, season getting canceled, transferring, transferring, like not even like transferring on like my end. Like I just had to transfer obviously because like, you know, I'm not staying here and all that type of stuff. Right. Juco, I had to transfer like just another thing I had to transfer everything like that. Um, Texas, obviously things didn't work out and you know, you just, I graduated. So right. might as well go explore my options too. So by the end of this, I'll have an AA, two degrees and a master's. Um, hopefully by the, wow. uh, the end of it. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I promise you I am not that smart, but, um, <laughs> when you're in college that long, it kind of just happens. So what, uh, I mean, there's plenty of basketball to play and it's up to you to figure yeah. out how much longer it is, but what is life after basketball? What, what are the degrees going to go towards? So toward? that, that's actually, um, something I've been, uh, you know, him and I have talked about lately and, uh, you know, you know, just a lot of people are what's next, what's next, what's next. And this is the first time in, I know I said, like, I just had dislocated foot and everything like that. My number one goal I wrote on my um, goal sheet this year was do not miss a single game. And I'm going to knock on some dang wood. But, like, at the end of, like, whatever, I've never been this healthy in my whole entire career. Mm-hmm. And that I, I predicate that to, um, you know, that year off is honestly a blessing in disguise as much as I hated basketball and everything like that. You know, it was probably the best thing for my whole entire body because I've been going and going since I was eight years old. Like, mm-hmm. haven't stopped. Um, and so, you know, all the ideas of, you know, maybe I want to go overseas. Um, never been able to just, like, have an off season where I'm able to actually, like, work on my game and, like, work on my body and, like, do all these things. I've always had to just rehab during the off season and, like, doing all these types of things, like my ankle my freshman year. Um, tore my tricep and bicep down in Texas – or down at CSI – um, down in Texas telling them I never, I probably should never play basketball again. And so it makes me want to play basketball even more. Right. And it makes me want to, you know, explore the options. Cause I mean, I'm a six, seven kid who can, I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I can do anything out there that is needed. Here, I'll tell you for it. Yeah. He's a six, seven kid who can do anything on the court you need him to do. Thank you. I appreciate that. Perfect. Uh, I got it's, you. it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, something that I just, you know, you always dream about playing yeah. professional and everything like that. And, you know, um, I really think that, you know, I, I I might not have all the stats and everything like that or all the background and everything like that, but I feel like if I get a good off season and go over there and, you know, start somewhere lower or something like that, I think I can go into it and just have a pretty good career, honestly, in basketball if I wanted to. But the thing is, too, is how fast do I want to start getting into the coaching like atmosphere because mm-hmm. I mean nowadays coaches are starting younger and younger and, right. and all these types of things so talk to my dad a little bit about that too so I think the the game plan is is you know play my heart out the rest of the season do all these things focus on that like because like I'm the after after all the season I'm gonna think about these things way more deeper and everything well, like that. and you'll be presented and, with different options yeah exactly and so um at this point in time like I'm really focused on that but like I'm telling him, I'm texting, like, my old uh, – I'm still close with my assistant down in Texas. Um, mm-hmm. Texting him, texting my JUCO coaches, like, everyone just, like, saying, hey, put some feelers out there because everyone knows, like, if there's um, – I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to do my own harm, but my goal through high school and everything, I used to tell people I'm going to be the greatest coach of all time. Right. And, you know, I lost that feeling and lost that love for a little bit, and I didn't really say it. And I had one of my buddies that literally said, you used to say that all the time. You don't say that no more. And I'm just like, you know, that is true. So why don't I just put that swagger back in me and just feel that way? <laughs> just do it. And yeah. so, um, you know, that's that's another thing is if I can get the right job, the right coaching job, obviously I have to take it. Right. And, uh, you know, that's kind of career, how life works and everything like that. Um, but obviously like to play basketball as long as I can. And like I said, I still don't, I, I, I truly a hundred percent believe that I still haven't even like hit my peak or my reach potential. And I'm, it, I mean, it's sad, but I'm 20, I'm t- not sad, but I'm 24 years old and I truly like believe I still haven't got to where I like hundred percent need to be yeah. and everything like that. So, so yeah. and you know, you either know, like personally know guys that have done it yep. or you know of guys mm-hmm. that have done it. What does it take to, 
to do it. I mean, I mean, you talk to former teammates or, or former Wildcats because you've lived in that gym and stuff like that. What does it take to do that? What's the? I think it's just, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing that everyone says is you got to love the game. You got to be able to love it. If you don't love it, don't do it. And, uh, you know, they say it's a lot of time, a lot of effort. And a lot of times, like when you go overseas, it's a lot of just being, you're, you're by yourself. Like it's not something easy. Um, uh, and, you know, it's something that you just got to either want to do it or you don't. And, you know, that's why I'm kind of thinking, you know, maybe I want to do this, you know, maybe I want right. to go explore and do all those types of things. So, like I said, when the time comes, I'll do that. But if not, you know, coaching comes my way. That sounds good to yeah. me. <laughs> but I've tried to – I even worked for TaylorMade Golf this last year as a sales rep for them and uh, enjoyed that too. And then I'm just, like, sitting there and just, like – everyone's like, you would be really good in sales and all this type of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I wonder what else I'd be really good at coaching. I'd be really good at coaching too. So <laughs> uh, I think that sounds a little bit it's more a fun. sales. Sounds, right? sounds a little <laughs> bit more Your like, dad here, he might say, is coaching a little bit similar to sales in terms of selling recruits and stuff. Let's talk about that really quick. Because the last time I saw you, you probably don't remember, but I do. The last time I saw you before today was on the seventh hole of Ellensburg Golf Club. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, so there's probably not much golf in Fairbanks in the wintertime, but how's the golf game? So I got all the way down to a 1.8 handicap. Um, Slightly better than me. Yeah. um, Golf coach uh, from high school is probably still upset because he told me if I actually tried to golf, I could be pretty good at it. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Mr. Walter. Yeah, no, this is back in high school. Because my freshman year, I made the state for golf. (laughs) And I was just like. Yeah, basketball's good. Like, <laughs> and then baseball, I'm still playing for my uncle's uh, select team and doing really well on that. I'm like, yeah, basketball. basketball. <laughs> like, that type of stuff. And so, um, no, the golf game, I mean, that's something I always, like, down in Texas, I got really into it because, obviously, you can golf quite yeah. often in Texas. And I had the Texas Rangers golf course, like, five minutes from my house. And so, I would always just, my Sundays always, we always had Sundays off. And my Sundays was always, I'd go to South Lake, which is about 25-minute drive. I'd go get Shake Shack for lunch. Mm. I'd go to Trader Joe's, get my groceries. I'd go to PGA Superstore, and then I had the cooler in the back of my car, throw everything in the cooler, stop by the driving range on the way home, hit the driving range for about an hour and a half, then go put my feet up, watch uh, Sunday Night Football. And that was my Sunday routine pretty much all the way Man, through. I'm jealous. I need to yeah. be single <laughs> in college again. Yeah. By single, I mean without kids. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's no. We love our like, life. That sounds like the life right you, now. We love our life, but, man, that makes so, me really happy for you so, or really mad for me. And that's why I think I want to play, you know, a little bit more basketball, too, because then, you know, that my off days can still kind of look like that, too, if I really wanted to. <laughs> you know, the coaching, there's not many, like, off days like that. Right. But, you know, if I'm still playing, I mean – off day i mean after i get done with the workouts in the morning you can go swing a little bit i still got all my boys up at suncadia so i just make a phone call and be like hey uh is no one on t-sheet after five all right come on i'm coming out so um you know that's been great too um yeah just golf golf's always been kind of an escape for me and you know uh you know i i there's there's a lot of things that you can take from golf too i think that a lot of people don't understand is the it really helped me uh, cause I got into a big during COVID when I was going through all this type of stuff too. And like almost like way too into it where I was like almost pl- probably playing too much. But, um, <laughs> like I said, I didn't want to touch basketball. So, you know, I just did something else and it honestly did help with my mental side of things too. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, it was the escape from everything and, you know, I'll, I'll take that for the rest of my life. And golf's one of those games where, you know, if I'm coaching, Shoot, I mean, I gotta go play golf with some boosters. Gotta go impress. Put me on their uh, scramble team. Let's go. Uh, let's go make some money and uh, let's go. Uh, let's go win this thing too. So, but um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. It's a good game. What about? Uh, I mean, depending on you know where you're at in your life, maybe sometimes you haven't been a fan of basketball. But I know you're a fan of basketball, and you have tons of friends that are playing elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you get to watch? I still stay in touch with as many people as I can. I tune in. I talk to Steele about after every single game, Steele Venters. I text him after. He's having a heck of a year. He's killing it. I, I love that man. <clears throat> Death. I always told him, be a dog. Hopefully he can get a little bit more dog in him. I'm just throwing it. He, he knows what <laughs> I mean by that. But he, uh, 
that that boy can score. That boy is a gifted, talented basketball player, and I'm so happy to see him be successful. I mean, he's been family. I mean, Pops was roommates with Wade. Mm-hmm. Mom, best friends with Aaron. And, you know, see him have that success it just makes me, like, proud, too, because that's another Ellensburg kid doing their thing. Right. Um, and, you know, it makes me really happy. And so I just uh, I just text him. I think it's – a little saying is just I just say don't or I say keep going. That's why I just text him after each game. It's just keep going, keep going, keep going. And um, you know I've been busy these last few games, um, but before then it was uh, yeah I was pretty regular. I was we were watching every single game. So um, get back and watching those. But still my uh, JUCO teammates still tune in, watch their games. Um, um, CSI or down in Texas. Um, there's a couple guys I still watch some of the Texas games. I still watch wherever the guys transferred to, um, out of there. Um, yeah. So I just stay in touch with all those guys and watch their games and, you know, they're reaching out. Same with my AU team. I'm still friends. There's still a couple of us old farts still playing basketball. <laughs> so, um, we reach out to each other. Scotty Bird, shout out to my guy. He's at Oregon tech and they have really, they've always had a really good program and he's doing really well. So him and I text after every single game too. So, um, yeah, it's good to stay in touch with those guys too. And like I said, like, I, I for a little bit there, I stopped watching basketball too. And there was never a time I wasn't watching basketball. Like I play, I pay for the ESPN plus and I just watch every single game now. And that's what I used to do all the time. And during COVID, I, I mean, there wasn't that many games, but there's still quite a few games and I didn't really watch it. And, you know, watching it, like I said, fell in love with it again. And now I'm watching all those games and it's fun to see it. So, yeah. I got a couple of quick hit questions. Quick hit questions. Hit me with them. I you can't. You can't say. Uh, can't say Patty Center. You can't say Nicholson Pavilion. But favorite gym to play in? Uh, CSI. The I, I, I don't even know what the name is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but CSI gym. It's classic. It's there's so much history there. Um, obviously Nicholson's got a lot of touch to it, but definitely CSI gym. What about? Uh, What's the favorite city to go to when you're on the road? You're on the road a lot, so you got to have likes and dislikes. Hmm. For GNAC, sure. Uh, GNAC, there. I mean, we found this. Uh, I think it's called Coconut Kenny's up in Bellingham, which has the best barbecue chicken sandwich you will ever have. So I'm going to say that has to be out there because I'm going to go off food. It's got to be based off food. It's yeah. I remember yeah. talking to Coach oh, Barr about got, it when he was on it. He, oh, he, he'd had a list oh, of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I went on the road with him, he's like, right, we got to stop at this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a story. See, the thing is we got picky eaters this year, so it's like tough to do it or we go to all the hole in the walls. Um, Those are the best places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so that, that, that definitely has one of the uh, – has to be up there. Um, little funny thing off cooking, though, like that type of stuff. So – uh, in Juco, we played on Thanksgiving, right? We played in Yuma, Arizona. If you mm. don't know where Yuma, Arizona is, it's literally the Mexican border. And uh, we uh, everything was closed. And so uh, my, assist, uh, my assistant, my or I guess my assistant coach, uh, uh, two of our players and I, we cooked up chicken, ribs, shrimp, Kraft mac and cheese, and mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving in Yuma, Arizona. I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. Grilling, uh, you, there's a picture of me holding up the all the food at the end of it, and all that type <laughs> of stuff. And so that's definitely a food classic out there. Um, down in, uh, I I got some really good food when I was down in Texas um, when we played in Louisiana. Got some really good Louisiana food. Um, that that has to be up there. At, uh, I don't know what the restaurant was called, but. Um, when we played the Raging Cajuns, University of Louisiana, or I think it's the University of Louisiana, there was really good food out there. So that's probably my um, top three little food stories right there. Because I ate a lot of Domino's and Juco, so I don't really know how much, <laughs> like, all that type of stuff. What about uh, was the hardest venue? Was there? Like- oh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. That, was, uh, that was tough. Um, also, another one I played at was Houston. Uh, Houston, everyone's on top of you. So they didn't really have that many fans, but if you if you've seen that arena, it fits like quite a few people. But it's the weirdest arena where like everyone goes up like an inch, and it's just like all the way up. And uh, so that was a pretty cool one. But definitely playing Gonzaga because I still laugh. My Xbox name was Gonzaga Baller uh, twenty three or forty three on <laughs> Xbox growing up. So going out there and playing them um, was a pretty cool experience. I got to like. 
and that's what I keep on saying with all these basketball things too, is I got to see a lot of cool places and be like, go to a lot of famous gyms and see a lot of play against, I mean, I played against a few NBA players and Mm -hmm. guarded a few NBA players. So that's a pretty cool um, thing to have, but yeah, definitely Gonzaga win. Uh, I was shooting free throws and someone yelled 43, you look like my dad. (laughs) And uh, you know, that was something that, uh, it was a classic for me, but they uh, they they showed some love out there for the Washington. Should have yelled back, "I am." Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, that would have been, been a good one. Uh, So uh, I got I, I I tell this story because it's still hilarious to this day. So um, I had a really good practice this is at CSI. I had a really good practice, and uh, uh, Texas Tech was there, right? And this is how I got connected with. Um, the Texas coach mm-hmm. um, when I when I went down to Texas and played whatever blah 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 that doesn't matter but Texas Tech coach is there and uh, it's Mark Adams is the assistant coach um, now he's the head coach there and they're mm-hmm. doing really well one of the nicest guys talked to him for like 15 minutes he said love what you're doing like I love how you play like that's the type of stuff that you know you don't see very much anymore and all this type of stuff and I'm like yeah coach and like he's like well I got, I got a thing for you if you can dunk this ball. I go, coach, you don't think I can dunk it? He goes, I just got to make sure. He threw me a back, th- <laughs> he threw me a backdoor lob and I dunked it. And he said, I'll call you next week. <laughs> so, uh, talked to him and he got me, uh, we had, had a long talk, but we just said it'd probably be better just to go here. And, you know, it obviously didn't work out, but that's a cool little that's funny. Uh, story. But I, I mean, I, I still laugh at the contacts on my phone. Um, all the coaches that have reached out to me over the years and everything. And I mean, I'm laughing because, like, Arkansas made it to the uh, lead eight last year or whatever, and I got a text from Arkansas coach, hey, we need a older guy to come in and, you know, help with our younger guys. And I'm just like, and, you know, we saw you and you're an older senior. And I was, I'm just like, dang, I went to Alaska Fairbanks. I could have been in the lead eight and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and, beat, and beat Auburn two yeah. nights ago, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but it's uh, the Juco, um, uh, that was a – uh, there's a lot of stories I like. I could write about the Chuco 20 hour bus rides, doing all these types of yeah, things. Yeah, there's no and planes. There's no planes, and yeah. so like they're like, there's a lot of flying. You're hanging out with the boys and everything like that. Um, but there's a lot of <laughs> Chuco's a whole different breed of people. So, um, but yeah, that's a, I just had to put that little story out there because that's a because he's doing so well. So he's a good one of the nicest people I've ever talked to. So it was just a funny. Uh, can you dunk it? <laughs> I just gotta make sure. I'll never forget that. Well, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Literally, we're about uh, 24 hours away from tip-off, give or take. Um, I mean, obviously, when you, when when the fans start rolling into to, uh, Nick tomorrow, to Nicholson, not a lot of, uh, I mean, you're focusing on warming up and everything like that, but for the fans that are going to be there to see you that won't be able to really talk to you and stuff like that, what do you want to say to them? I mean, now's your I just want to say thank you. Like, I truly have so much love for the city of Allensburg and the community here and everything like that. Like I a hundred percent mean it. And I mean, people that know me know, like shoot, I'll get emotional, like about Ellensburg and everything like that. Like they laugh about it, make fun of me for like loving basketball or loving Ellensburg so much. And, um, you know, it's my, it's my small town though. It's mm-hmm. where, you know, it's where I grew up, all the people I've known for the longest time. And, um, I just want to tell them thank you. And like all love seriously. And if they get a chance, like literally I want every single person to come up and say, you know, hello, hi, like something, just like come give me a hug or something like that. Like, I just want to see everyone I can, see all the faces I can, and um, you know, truly thank you everyone for that's coming. And if you can't make it, still all love to you guys. And I know the girls are gonna have a successful night tomorrow, so I wish them the best. So for the people that go to that game, you know, they're killing it. And I laugh because I went to one of the games and the school team barely scored over 15 points. So <laughs> it was good to see them do that. So they're, um, they're kind of a scary team. No, they are. They're legit. Um, but yeah, no, all love to them, and um, yeah, I, I, Ellensburg, man, it's, just, it's, it's, uh, it's always gonna have somewhere. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you taking some time. Um, we've been looking forward to this for a long time, and Absolutely. you and I have been texting yeah. or DM and for a while and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, it's no secret that you got tons of fans uh, here in Ellensburg, and you know, the drama side of of you know moving on and stuff like that. There's they're just you just got. Tons of friends, tons of fans, and and I think it will be a little bit of a 
family reunion tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but so thanks for taking the time for us. And and uh, you got practice tonight, right? Shoot yeah, around tonight. Shoot around. They give us the late night for some reason. I don't know why, but you know why? Uh, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a. Uh, Thank you guys for having me on. I've been excited for this. I told him I, I, I've wanted to do a podcast for a long time. <laughs> you texted so. me. You texted me like as we were wrapping up. You're with your dad and yeah. stuff like that. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was like, I was like, give me on the podcast. I want to do this type of stuff. And so, because I mean, if you can't notice, I literally just blabble for the longest time. I love it. I, I, I go, loved I, it, man. I go off Usually, it. I have to listen to John do that. So it yeah. was nice to have a fresh. Yeah. No, I got fresh you. vocal cords. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys again, and uh, yeah, see you guys tomorrow. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. The Kid Test Valley Sports Talk podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music. Are you a company looking to support local athletic coverage? If so, think about sponsoring the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. If you're interested in sponsoring, please reach out via email to eric at bigcountrymedia.net to find out more information. Whether it's the main sponsor of our sports podcast, getting a company shout out on the new 2022 YouTube video series, sponsoring our monthly rodeo podcast, is just a great way to help support local coverage of all local sports and rodeo from our great Kittitas Valley. Please check us out on our social media by searching Kittitas Valley Sports Talk or again, reach out via email to eric at bigcountrymedia.net.